Proverbs chapter 21, verses 30 and 31. There is no wisdom, no insight, and no plan that can succeed against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. Uh, what this, what, what the uh, writer of Proverbs is saying here is so foreign to who I was as somebody being brought up in America in the 1950s, 1960s. Uh, and my response to this, a, a brief version of it is, there was a time when I believed, truly believed, that wisdom, insight, and success came from me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is not surprising that eventually I would go off the rails and uh, end up in a ditch. Hmm. You know, you're not alone in that experience. Uh, I'm amazed still at how many television and movie plots have, you know, it's usually like the the neighbor or the friend you pour your heart out to about some conflict or crisis going on in your life. And the neighbor or the friend responds with, you got to listen to your heart. You know, they, they say this on television and movies all the time. And every time they do, I'm like, no, please don't do that. Please don't listen to your heart. The heart is deceitful above all things. And there's a greater source of wisdom that comes from outside ourselves. You know, that's the wisdom of God. But this this passage seems really to be talking about like a, a rivalry, you know, between or, or really no rivalry at all between the wisdom of man and the wisdom of God, that the wisdom of God just supersedes and wins every time. But the problem for people like me um, brought up in a, a you know, a somewhat privileged uh, background mm. is the assumption behind the teaching and is that all the students in the schools I went to, whether they were uh, whatever, college or high school or whatever, where you're going to be successful. Right. They're training you for success. Yeah. And wisdom is to follow their training. And that there's nothing at least superficially wrong with that. But it's surprising to me because there wasn't any counterpoint coming out of the church. Mm. And I went to church. Uh, I was confirmed. I was baptized. I... I, I, I attended church all through my youth, but I never heard the counterpart. In, in fact, oftentimes I heard from the pulpit an agreement that it was mm. all about me. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, as you know, I, you know, one of the things we try to do at Standwich with our preaching is, you know, at a certain point during the sermon, we'll say something like, you know, if it was just up to my own instinct here, here's how I would probably think about it. But... The Bible here, the text here really challenges that idea. So I'm wrong and, you know, we're wrong. The, the idea there is that others would um, hopefully notice the example of the preacher saying, you know, basically the wisdom of God is better than my wisdom. And hopefully that translates, you know, in, into their lives as well. Hopefully we're demonstrating that we're going to, we're seeking that better wisdom from God. Yes, Um the only only trouble is um, that we're one congregation mm. in a sea of congregations mm. that are teaching that well God is a little far off and so we have to depend on ourselves. I, I kind of right. think of Joel Olstein, uh, who seems yeah. to fill a stadium filled with people who hear him talk about the better self. You're you know building your, your best life self. now. Your best life now, yeah. yeah. And he did a book called that. 
Yeah, I don't follow Joel Olstein. I'm not Olstein. I'm not going to really say anything negative about him, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid that you know he is incredibly influential and he's turned the wisdom of the Bible, which sometimes is contrary to our own conceits, right. uh, into something that is basically self-help. Mm-hmm. 